When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up, it's Kayla B and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard, bitch. Bitch, I'm not so sissy third. Just hold court with all that yapping. And you niggas talk too much, you eat the tap or you ain't tapped in. All right, y'all, so we have the beautiful Kayla B with us off the porch today. What's up? How are you feeling? Good. My girl done got, she got her rap career now, like yep. do not play with her. So let's talk about that and why you decided to finally go all in with your rap career. Um, well I had first, I had this song that I been had and it's like after I had this fright and shit, I'm like, I got some shit that can go with this shit so I could drop this shit. So I just did a little preview on my Instagram, that shit went up. So I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and start back rapping because I used to rap a long time ago, but I wasn't taking that shit serious. I had that one song and I stopped doing that shit. <laughs> so I'm like, once that shit went up on my Instagram, I said, I'm gonna just shoot a video and see how that shit go. I shot a video, that bitch went up. I said, I'm gonna just keep on doing that shit. I'm not gonna lie, like when I first saw you promote your music, I was a little shocked because I didn't mm -hmm. expect you to come out and just, you yeah. really shocked all of us. I think everybody was like, what? Yeah, you she hit, rapping now? Like, no, you hit the blogs fast. Like, it was like on every blog, like, mm -hmm. Kayla B, Kayla B, Kayla B rapping. Were you a little nervous putting out your music, like, in the now? Yeah, I be nervous because I'm like, damn, what if they don't fuck with my shit? Like, it's like, I know my shit hard, so it's just like, I don't mm -hmm. be giving a fuck what nobody else got to say because I'm going to have haters, I'm going to have people that fuck with my shit, so. I don't really be giving a fuck. Now, when you said that, you know, you was doing it way before, but you wasn't taking it serious, like what year was that? That was like in maybe 20, 20? This is like when my brother was alive, because I got a picture with me and him. Um, I was recording, he's standing on the side of me helping me and shit. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, did he ever give you like some pointers, pointers of how you should sound on the beat? Yeah, he was telling me little shit like, like I shouldn't be scared and shit, then I gotta do this. Cause he was on house arrest, so I was recording that where he was at house, on house arrest at. Mm -hmm. So he was giving me some help. Now, where do you see your rap career going in about like two years, I would say? Um, my shit definitely gonna go up. Right. I feel like next year, shit going up. Like, I'm going up now, so it's gonna, I'm gonna go up even more by next year. Fuck two years. Right. Do you feel like you gotta be a little bit more disciplined now since you are trying to have a whole rap career? Yeah, like all that fighting and acting wild shit, I ain't really on that, but I'll still beat one of you hooks up. So <laughs> don't try me, but yeah, I ain't really on that. Like yeah. I got a hundred can jury, a bitch don't got a diamond earring. These hoes not on that. 
And I know Plus, these hoes can't fight, so I'm wasting my time. <laughs> and you pretty. Like, yeah. And you pretty. Like, you know, you, know, you ain't got to do all that. It's whatever. Yeah, I ain't got to do all that. Bitches know I'm Debo now. What's up? <laughs> now let's get into your background because you are quite a mystery you know we do know you from drama and mm-hmm. push your brother but i'm really excited to get to know like you personally so starting off i know you're from the south side of chicago yeah now what part are you from exactly 59th i grew up around halstead union green peoria i went to the schools all in that area and shit it's called no love like Oh, so the, is the street called No Love? No, that's what the hood called. It's called oh. No Love. Oh, wow. Why they call it that? I mean, is it straight to the point like no? <laughs> Look at why, do, why do they call it No Love? You, you know. <laughs> but growing up, how would you describe your upbringing? Um, I used to be, I used to play football. I used to be like. You played football? I used to be playing with the boys and shit like running the streets. I used to be fine. I fought everybody in the neighborhood. <laughs> Not, what was you fighting for? <laughs> I don't even know. I used to just be fighting people. That's how I was really known because everybody knew like I knew how to fight. Right. Like I was one of those. So it's just like, I don't know. I was just known. Like my folks was known too. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I don't know what the fuck I was fighting for to be honest. All type of shit. But it used to be lit back in the day. Now mm-hmm. it's dry as hell. Do you ever go back and visit, like, from time to time? Man, when I do, I went out there for a video. I shot a video, my video called Bad Shit. I went out there and shot the video for the 4th of July and shit. But mm-hmm. I was out there on the blocks and shit cooling, but that shit is boring. Like, Chicago is dry as hell now. They don't even got no clubs open. Really? Dang, no so when you go out there, you really just kick it in the house? Nah, shit, people sit on their blocks. Like, if you could still stand on your block, mm-hmm. motherfuckers be on their blocks. Or, like, sometimes, like, my little bougie friend, her name Tay, she go downtown. She want to be at the bars and clubs downtown. But other than that, that shit is dry. Okay, so I heard that Chicago got the best, like, Mexican food. Is that true? I don't eat Mexican food, but well, we got the best food, period. Oh, ha- I got to go to Chicago and see. I got to see that for myself. Yeah, we got the best food, but Mexican food, I don't eat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, with your upbringing, what would you say were some valuable lessons that you learned early on? <laughs> um, you talking about my music or just life period? I would say life. Um, really, I, I didn't get way better like with my attitude, mm-hmm. like ignoring things, letting a lot of shit go. Like, I don't have to react. Like, it's just like I know what's going on, but it's just like. I got real better, like, cause I used to be real crazy and. What would you say would like trigger you? Um, what would trigger me? Really, if you play with my brother, like I'm hands on when I see you, period. Right. But really nothing really, a bitch can't really make me too trigger, but just don't play my brother, my kid, we cool, we cool. Oh, now little man right here, he got the piece. You, you, you want them to see your piece, your jewelry? Yes. And your watch, show me your watch. Oh my, he be going to school stunting like that. Nah, I don't let him do that. <laughs> let him blend in. Now, when you became a mom, what was that like for you? Um, at first it was hard as fuck. Like, you know, we young. I ain't have it all figured out. Like, I just had a baby. I was going through shit with my baby daddy and shit. Like, mm-hmm. still in the streets, fine, still in this shit. So, it was hard, but now life's good. Would you say like your son kind of made you calm down and like up your grind more? Um, probably the grind mode shit, but 
calming down, I feel like I made myself calm down. Even with, like I know most people are like, oh my kid made me calm down. I still don't see that because I was still wilding. Yeah, I'm not gonna. It's lie. like once you have a baby daddy, you wilding. Girl, because they bring it out of yeah, you. Yeah, like, like, they be doing all type of shit, especially if you still with your baby daddy. Girl, dumb. that's a whole conversation. Yeah, that's... You know how girls be like, okay, so you know how girls will make their comments about like, oh, watch you have kids with, but they don't got kids, but they don't be understanding yeah. that when you have a kid, like, the daddy will switch up sometimes, and it'd be like a, like, I don't know what it is, but it'll be like a switch to where they like, all of a sudden cutting up, acting mm -hmm. a fool. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the baby daddies be acting crazy too. Like, it just don't be one way. <laughs> it don't, but we don't be speaking on it though. Mm -hmm. But they definitely be wilding out. But um, back to your upbringing, I do know that you lost your father at a very young age. Yeah. And when I was watching your interview, um, I know that you stated that they kind of hid that from you, well, or yeah. tried to hide it from you. So mm -hmm. just go into that if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, Shit, well, my daddy was in the streets. He was one of them niggas, like me and Vine, his kids. But he was in the streets, and, um, like, one day, like, I guess he was out, mm -hmm. and he had got shot. I think they said, like, at the skating rink or some shit, he had got shot, because he used to know how to skate. He knew how to skate real good. So he had got shot and shit, but it's like, I didn't know. I used to, because I'm a daddy's girl, so I always wanted to be with my daddy. So I was just like... Where the fuck my daddy is? Said he asked my grandma and shit. So my grandma like, I'm gonna just tell you. He got shot. He in the hospital. Woo woo woo. And I'm just like, why the fuck y'all been ain't tell me? You know, I ain't get to see him in the hospital with nothing, cause he had ended up passing away. So I was just, I don't know. That shit kind of blew me a little. But mm -hmm. it's just like, it is what it is. Um, when you lost your brother, did it? Did it trigger you in a way, like, did you ever just go back to think about, like, your dad? To be honest, um, not really. Mm -hmm. I was just, I, I was fucked up with my brother, like, um, that shit, that hit different. But no, it didn't trigger me about my daddy. I was just too focused on, like, my brother and shit. Mm -hmm. And losing your dad at an early age, did it ever affect you, like, as you got older with not having your dad around? Um, Polly's, I don't know. I don't really know. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Because it's just like, I was all, I've been bad all my fucking life, so <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was the problem. <laughs> I think maybe you was just, just young and turned. Yeah, and then we from Chicago, we be, we all just young and turned. We be, we was young. What would you say was like the first job that you worked? McDonald's. <laughs> How was that experience for you? I liked working there. It was fun. <laughs> and then I was working, well I was working, my favorite location was when I was working on King Drive. Well, uh, what the hell, was that a fun <laughs> My favorite location was when I was working on 64th King Drive because it's like I was in between like where the niggas was in tour that. Mm -hmm. So they used to come up there. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. 
Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The fighting shit, jump through the window, it was like lit. And like I see everybody come to my job and like my brothers and used to ask, I used to get them all free food and shit. I like working there. Girl, we needed to come visit you. You was giving away. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever get caught giving away free food? Nah, but if I did, the managers was my friends. <laughs> They didn't really care about that. Won't nobody count no food. Right. Um, did you ever have like really big dreams when you were younger? Like what would you say was like a job that you, a career that you wanted to pick up? I ain't never thought about that. I seen somebody in the comments like on the Safe Cheese interview like it's all says bitches like her. I don't ever think about like what they want to do and get on and be rich and lit and famous. It's like, it's like no, some people do think about what they want to do, but it's like, I just go by the days. Like I live my life like, I let shit fall in place. I don't really think about shit. But I ain't never thought about having no, like, career, doing this, doing that. I knew I wasn't doing shit with school, because I don't, I hate school. I barely graduated, because I used to fight all the time. I know you said you went to alternative school. Yeah, I got my high school diploma from an alternative school out west in Chicago. Mm -hmm. So right after you graduated high school, what were you doing? Um, stealing. <laughs> Still stealing, um. Gambling a little, like all type of shit. And I, I, I was with my baby daddy, so it's like I ain't really had to do shit. What would you say was like the most money that you made with Boosting? Um, I made a lot of money with Boosting. I don't even know. I used to be blowing that shit. Like, what I, did you spend it on? Like the money? What did you spend it on? I used to have to pay bills, and then shit. I used to be buying myself shit. My son. Probably tricking off or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, what would you say you like dropped the boosting? You was kind of like, oh, I can't be doing this no more. My last time when I had got caught, and then they was, I was going to court. They was talking about three years in jail. I said, oh hell no. Nah. Wait, how did you, how did you end up getting caught though? Man, we was in the stores. I think you know, we was in the stores. It's just like they probably was watching us on the cameras and like. We was taking all the senses off in the stores and shit, doing our shit. <laughs> how fast is it? Like, how fast do you got to Well, do we was that? getting perfume, so at uh -huh. that point, it's like they had their shit in the container. You know, most of the stores now had they perfume in containers. We was getting perfumes because that's what we was stealing and selling at the time because we mm -hmm. was making money off it. So um, we was taking it off in the store containers. I guess we took too long inside. They had already had the police outside waiting on us deep as hell. Like, oh my God. It was so many of them. So when we came Was this the, in Chicago? Yeah. But we used to drive like 30 minutes out to like go to the malls and other stores. Mm -hmm. So, um, man, we get all our shit, we leaving out the store. As soon as we leaving out, the police cars pull up on us. We see them, we got them running towards the car. They chasing us down, we find them. Shit, they end up still getting us. I finally get to the car, open the door, want to push my door. Then he grabbed me, I'm still finding his ass. They end up putting me in handcuffs, taking me to jail and shit. 
talking shit. Was that like your first time uh, going to jail? Mm -mm. Really? So like your very first time going to jail, like what was that experience like for you? I don't even remember when my first time been to jail. <laughs> I've been in jail a couple of times. Really? <laughs> wow. So with the boosting incident, and they was talking about giving you three to five. That's a that's kind of OD to me, like three to five years. Yeah, though. for stealing clothes perfume. and perfume and shit. Like that shit is petty. But I guess since you, like I got a background for doing it, mm -hmm. they was like, oh, she got a background. She's gonna continue to do it and shit. Like I said, I, how you know what I'm gonna continue to do? <laughs> how it be the state? How did they, well, how did you end up like getting out of that whole situation? Cause I told them, I'm like, I'm a changed woman. I moved to Atlanta. <laughs> like I don't even hang with them bitches no more. Right. So I'm like, I ain't known that. Like. Ah, uh, so would you, so right after that incident is yeah, when. Yeah, but you can't um, bounce the ball. Cause I'm doing interviews. Um, right after that incident, is that when you ended up moving to Atlanta? I was already in Atlanta, but I was still like going out of town, going back home, making money and shit. Oh, okay, dang, and you was finna be stuck back in Chicago. Oh no, and then I had told him, yeah, I had to get, um, in order for me to even stay in Atlanta, I had to get like a judge to sign off on it that I could stay in Atlanta. Cause I'm like, I live in Atlanta now mm -hmm. and shit like that. And she had signed that off. She was a real cool judge. She was like, we gonna give her another chance, but we see you again, yeah, it's going to prison. I said, you ain't gonna <laughs> see me no more. So after that whole incident, did you think like, damn, like what am I finna do next? Like, um, no, cause my brother, um, I knew my brother was finna blow up rapping and shit. So. Well, so what was that like with y'all being younger and then even seeing him like pursue his dreams with the rap music? Um, it was just crazy. I couldn't believe it. Cause it's just like, he real life come for shit. A dirty ass little boy from Parkway, like. And then he blow up and rich as hell, rapping and shit. I was happy for him. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. Um, I really didn't know that you guys, because I, I don't know why. I think it was the damn internet. Mm -hmm. As to why I thought that you guys knew each other like when y'all were older, but I didn't necessarily. No, that's the internet. I don't yeah. listen to shit the internet. The internet don't know us. The internet don't know me or him. Like, they just listen to shit. I, fans be making that shit up. Because they see, it's, it's just all false. Me and my brother been together. Mm -hmm. Since we was younger, but he used to be in and out of jail, like, so that's the only time probably we would split up and shit, but it's like, no, we been to each other. And um, was he rapping then, like, when y'all knew each other too, or? Mm-mm, he ain't never rapping until he came home from when he beat the murder case. He came home, and then he was like, he got to find something to do, shit. Oh, when he beat the murder case, he had um, came home and shit, then it's just like, um, he had made the song and shit like that. Then he had, um, I don't know, he was real, he was like, he didn't really know what he wanted to do, but he got the rapping and that shit blew up. Now, growing up in Chicago around that time, like, what would you say it really teaches you as a woman? Um, first off, Chicago women are real smart. Like, we real street smart. Like, it teach you, like, a lot of shit, cause I come here, like, a lot of bitches ain't street smart at all, like, when you moved to Atlanta, could you tell the difference? I could tell the difference. The bitches were so nice, and I used to be like, <laughs> okay, I gotta be a little nicer, cause they think I'm so aggressive and shit like that. So I used to be like, damn, I gotta be nicer to these bitches, cause they not really on shit. I didn't follow a couple of bitches in Atlanta too. It's like, they yeah. really not on shit. They gonna be mad. Y'all, I already know they gonna be mad, but I don't give a fuck, y'all ain't on shit. <laughs> so when you first moved here, and like, you know they would be like, hi, what was your first 
I used to always sit back and like watch. Cause I ain't really, I used to only come out like, I used to date this this boy, so I used to only be around him and his folks. So mm-hmm. I'd be outside, but I'd be mugging, I'd be observing. Cause I don't like no bitch that fuck with my nigga. I don't care. So I used to just like be observing, trying to figure Ooh, out what's who. your, uh, I hate to throw this in here, but what is your sign, your zodiac sign? I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, you spicy. Y'all, yeah. <laughs> y'all real spicy. Oh Okay, so yeah, that explains like y'all really be sitting back and observing. But yeah, I sit back and I feel I pick up people's energy and vibe. If I feel like you acting weird, I'm getting right on that with you. So, mm-hmm. so what was your transition like coming from Chicago and the background that you did have to now making a fresh start in Atlanta? Um, I do like. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like that, I'm, I'm happy I did move here because like it gave me like a better. Cause if I feel like if I was still in Chicago, I'd probably be on the same shit as some bitches still on. They on the same shit like, and I don't know. I don't think I would be as successful as I am right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of happy I moved. And outside of music, like, what would you say are some other things that you're interested in? If I'm not mistaken, did you have a, like, a boutique Yeah, thing? I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna re-drop. I like selling stuff, because that's why I used to steal, because I like to steal stuff. So, I'm gonna start back, like, selling clothes and more shit, so, selling more shit. What would you say was, like, the craziest mis- misconception that you heard about yourself? I messed up with my brother, like, when I, that was crazy. I fucked with my brother, that's weird, like, people are weird. And then it was motherfuckers that was around us that, it was one girl that was around us, she was saying that shit too, I'ma knock that hoe out still, I don't give a fuck if she apologized. Like, bitch, like, that's just some weird ass shit. Like, I don't even get down like that. Like, it's too much dick out here for you to be fucking with your family. Like, that was just so weird to me. That that was very weird, and I don't understand where somebody could even come up with that. That's weird. Yeah, then it was a picture going around with him and his ex-girlfriend, they kept saying, oh, that's Kayla being violent, weird shit, like, Fans that he mentioned me and shit, I used to just block their ears. So like, my Ooh. brother was ready to smoke somebody about that shit. No, cause that's that's a that's a horrible ass rumor to spread. Like, yeah, that's, that's weird. That's so nasty. weird to me. Like, like, and that's I don't even want to think about nothing like that. That's so weird. Like, but it's cool. I'm knocking every bitch out that city. <laughs> now, as a woman getting to witness like the drill era, what was that like? Shit. It was crazy, like, that shit was crazy, like, you never know when the motherfucker gonna come to your hood, get the shooting at y'all, y'all gotta run, like, that shit was crazy. So whenever you would leave the house, was you, were you constantly, like, on guard, like, constantly with your fight or flight kicking in and stuff like that? Nah, like, once, I'm not on guard until you get on that, that block, like, once you on that block, whoever block you on, you gotta watch and, like, Peep, pay attention. Mm-hmm. That's when you be on guard. Then, like when you on your block, you on somebody else's hood, cause you you never know. Everybody beefing. Motherfuckers hit you on your hood. They coming through slime. You don't never know when a motherfucker might slide. Have you ever been caught in like some dangerous stuff like that? Yeah, I've been in hella shootouts. Wow. What would you say was probably like the scariest one you've been in? Mmm. Maybe when. I don't know, they, they be all. It, 
the scariest, you know, the, the scariest be like when a motherfucker come through the hood, like the block, and you don't know where the gunshot's coming from. Like, cause it's like, damn, you don't know where to run and duck. You might run into the shot. So it's just like, I can't even remember, but I know I'd have been on some blocks when motherfuckers came through. Would you say it, well, was it draining for you to have to like go through that, especially at a young age? No. At that age, we thought it was fun and cool. Mm hmm. It wasn't draining at all. I used to just be like, I don't know. I used to be cool with everybody, so. Right. I ain't really give a fuck. Oh, so with you being like the mutual friend out of everybody, did you ever get caught up in beef between the different sides? Um, like, yeah, some of like some of the Parkway girls, they used to be mad and shit. It was like I fought, have I fought some of them too? Like I'm fighting anybody. I don't give a fuck. Like we gonna <laughs> fight. You tell me. But some of like even the niggas from like. 62nd, 63rd, my brother, them ops, they, some of them used to be mad. I used to fight their ass too. You used to fight the boys? Mm -hmm. Girl, you was out here thugging. Yeah, I used to fight their ass too, like, cause, yeah, I was just like a, a little tomboy, so it's just like, right. I know I know how to fight, so we gonna fight. So I used to be fighting them. They used to be mad about it, but they know, like, they couldn't really say shit to me, cause my brother Vaughn, my cousin Boss Top. You they, was real protected. Yeah, like, I'm real protected over here. My boyfriend, Real known up over here. He not gonna let nobody play with me. So my folks from No Love, like everybody clicked up with either one of those groups. So nobody fucked with me. Only problems I had probably with bitches, fighting bitches and shit, but they want no shit. Right. So moving to a new city, like when it came to you making friends in the new city, how was that? It's easy. It's me. Like I'm me. Like bitches wanna hang. Like, they would probably be scared. A lot of bitches be, like, scared to talk to me because they be like, they think I'm mean. But I'm really a fun girl. I'm cool. You cool. Yeah, I'm cool as hell until you meet me because most bitches meet me like, oh, you cool as hell. We thought you was mean. We thought you was... Mm -hmm. We could be cool. Just don't try to play under me and talk to my nigga. We cool. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sitting here talking to you and I'm like, she real cool. So yeah, I'm I be cool. trying to figure out why yo ass be all in the, the beefs. I only had two fights that the world know about, and they just swear I be fighting every day, all day. <laughs> Y'all seen two fights I on the internet. I think it's more so the Twitter. Yeah, everybody talks shit on Twitter, so? Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, but also it's who you are and who you're affiliated with. Mm -hmm. So anything that you do, the social media is going to blow it up like 10 yeah. times worse. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. I don't know y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> but like I said, like I feel like you real cool. So Yeah, I'm real cool. Like I just said, just one rule. Don't talk to my nigga. That's it. When you first meet me, just ask who he is, then boom, we cool. Cause if you play with me, y'all heard what Cardi say, and I fight over dick. I do <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, in what areas would you say that you've really matured, especially since you are now pursuing your music career full-time? Uh, really right now, because like, I don't want to be in drama. I, I hate even being on the blogs. When I wake up and see they done posted something on the blogs that's not even big or necessary to post, I'll be mad. Like, I'll I just be mad. Like, I don't want shit to hit. So when I do be in drama, like, I'm like at a point where I don't even want to argue back with a bitch on the internet. I don't care who you are. I'm just going to wait till I see you. And if we fight when I see you, I'm going to make sure it don't get recorded because I don't want to be on the blogs. Right, yeah. But I'm, try I'm trying to do better with my fighting, too. I got, weird, I got real better. You definitely got to do better yeah. with your fighting, girl. You know, you could, you could just put all that in the music. Yeah, I, that's what I said. I be trying. As <laughs> long as a bitch not disrespectful and 
bitches really be sneaky. So if, if a bitch doing something, I'm not gonna know about it. A bitch ain't gonna never come for me, come at me, run up on me and none of that shit. So it's like, I know I can control it cause ain't no bitch gonna step to me, so. Have you been taking any methods to where you're controlling your anger? Like you kind of take a break from social media or anything like that? I really don't be in drama. And then I really don't be in drama for real, for real. Like right, I ain't been in no drama since, okay, never mind, fuck that part, but. <laughs> Um, I just stay to myself, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really, I man my business. I man my business. I don't go looking for shit. If, if me and the bitch ain't cool no more, I ain't going to look on her page, subtweet her. If I'm in tour with the bitch, I'm not lurking on her page. I ain't doing none of that. <laughs> like, I'm going to mute everybody and fuck y'all. Like, I'm, I stay in my own bubble. I stay in my lane. Like, I don't got time. That's, you go looking for shit. That's when you get mad. You think about that shit. You be miserable. Oh, I got to say something back. That's why I don't even go look on no bitch page. I don't got no fake page. It's none of that shit. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought to like go back and like talk to the youth at like schools and stuff like that when you get to a certain point? Yeah, I, I feel like I can do that because I got a real story I can tell like uh, what family, growing up, how I was living, like for being successful now. So I feel like I could do it. Uh-uh. I feel like, see, now I'm really finna put you on blast because you talk about you got a story to tell and we want to hear more of the stories. Like... It's a, it's, it's a lot, so to be continued. <laughs> Might write a book for y'all. You should, like, I feel like you have been through a lot and I feel like, you know, we only know the half of what you've been through, but I do want to ask you what, or where do you find the strength to just get up and continue to live your best life even throughout all the things that you've been through? Well, I'm really a strong person, like, number one. And then it's like, at this point, you. I got shit I gotta do, like, I got an expensive life, I got an expensive child, so it's just like, I can't be sitting around not doing nothing, like, I gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. Cause nobody gonna make sure me and my son straight besides me. So, that's, I gotta be on my shit, I gotta do what I need to do. Right. So from the outside looking in, you know, we got to see, like, of course, you and your brother's dynamic. But how would you, well, in your perspective, how would you really describe y'all's relationship? We was real close. Like, it's just like we we could have been like twins for real, for real. Like, mm-hmm. we ate the same shit. We stand alike. We was like the same person. Both of us not a fight. Both of us was in and out of I, I wasn't out of jail, but I used to be getting arrested and shit. Yeah. It's like we're the same person. Like, me and him was literally the same person. So it's just like, we was real close. Like, if I got a problem with somebody, if it's a nigga, he's standing on business. If it's a bitch, I'm standing on business with him. So, yeah. How would you say your grieving process has been, or your healing process has been since the loss of your brother? Um, I be trying to control it. It got a little better, but, you know, you still think about the shit. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Like, him crying and stuff, he be crying. So it's just like, I don't know. I be trying to be strong about the whole situation. I be doing good, though. 
at first where you like, did you fall into like a really deep depression? Yeah, I won't, I won't talk to nobody. Um, I ain't want to be bothered with nobody. My friends ain't never seen me crying. Like the day it happened and shit, I was, um, I was crying real bad and I had ended up getting dropped off because I was with somebody, mm -hmm. but they didn't want to be around me because they was like, damn, like we don't know what to do with her. Like, you know how niggas be, they, they be all not, I don't know, niggas just niggas, but he had ended up dropping me off to my friends and shit. So um, I had ended up walking in the hotel, but I was, my ass was so puffy. I didn't even know who the fuck I was in the hotel room. I knew one of my friends was there, but like a year later, one of the girls was like, yeah, I was in the hotel room with you when your brother passed and shit like that. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know you was in there. Mm -hmm. That's how bad I was crying. Like my ass was shut. That shit was crazy though. So, um, whenever you have found out, was it like an instant, like, I guess I'm trying to get to, like, when you first found out, what were you thinking? Like, what was going through your head? You said, like, the, the first time I found out when he got shot or when he passed away? I would say both, honestly. Well, when he got shot, um, I was just kept calling everybody. They was just like, oh, he only got shot one time. He good, he good. So, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. But I still stayed up, like, to, like, 6 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I only went to sleep because they was like, I think I had ended up coming. I think I cut my phone off, too, which I regret that because they said he was calling people, telling people he was good. So um, I had cut my phone off because I'm like, I don't want to even deal with this. You know, they say he good. Boom, I went to sleep. Um, I woke back up. I'm, I, I'm on the Internet. His cousin called me like, nah, they said he gone, he gone. I just went crazy. First feeling. Wow. Whenever he passed away and you see everybody like wishing their condolences and things like that and like posting him all over social media, you know, eventually people go back to living their own lives while, mm -hmm. you know, you guys, y'all, his close ones, y'all are left to deal with the grieving. How would you say, well, did that affect you in any way, just seeing other people move on with their lives, but you know you guys still had to be left with him not being here anymore? No, it didn't affect me because it's just like, we his family, like, some, sometimes, like, you can't get mad at nobody for, like, what they gonna do, like, mm -hmm. we was close to him. They probably just knew of him, knew him, but, no, I don't, I don't give a fuck about that, but, um, because, mostly everybody gonna go through that shit with life right. now. So it's just like, when something happens to somebody else person, we probably do the same shit. So it's just like, right. I don't really care about that shit. Did you have to deal with a lot of fake love during the process? Um, No, I, I, cause I went around nobody. But a lot of people was hitting me up and shit, like saying like they sorry and shit. It's like, um, I see that shit, but mm -hmm. Everybody liked him, so it probably wasn't fake love. Right. So, yeah. Did you ever witness anybody switch up after he left? Um, a lot of people switched up, but really? I be on people's ass, yeah. Like, I'm gonna let it be known, like, what it is. I ain't, I don't lie. If something was said and did and done, I'm saying it. And a lot of people be saying, oh, she wouldn't be acting like this if I was to, yes, I would. I'd be the same way, cause, he used to let me do whatever, say whatever. Anytime, most of the time when motherfuckers wanna come outside, especially these bitches or some of his family members, he'd be like, call Kayla. And, and he, they had to call me and ask, can they even come? And when we outside at the shows and shit, I'm being, 
I was kind of, I wasn't really a mean girl, but like I watch bitches because bitches be on weird shit. Like they people be do, on weird though. shit. They do. So it's just like, just step back like when I'm around. No, I feel that. And you know, you especially, you was just like watching everything, yeah. observing, just making sure everybody was cool. Like ain't nobody on no funny shit. Mm -hmm. I don't think you a mean girl at all. I think you was yeah. just in the cut. Watching. I'm just a sister. That's how, that's how sisters are. I'm like that with my brother. Yeah, like, like I know a lot of bitches that act, because they say it's weird. I don't know, everything is weird what they say when I do shit, but it's like, I know a lot of <laughs> bitches with their brothers that don't play about their brothers real close with their brothers and shit. So it's just like, I really don't pay these people. I don't know them. I don't know the people on the internet. I really don't pay these people no mind. Cause ain't nobody gonna say shit in my face. So it's just like, fuck y'all. Right. And um, what, do, what do you feel would be different if your brother was still here? Um, it, a lot of shit would be different. Motherfuckers would have been standing in their place, not saying shit to me. Like, motherfuckers would have been got checked playing with me. My brother checking anybody about me. But it would have been a lot of shit. Holidays would have been different. He would have brought all of us together. Mm -hmm. And, like, birthdays would have been lit, lit, lit. Like, a lot of shit. So, um, you know, with you being his sibling, do you feel like you now have to carry the weight of, like, the family and his kids as well? No, the only thing I focus on is my nieces and my nephews. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Everybody else is grown. If it ain't about my nieces and nephews, I really don't care. But I'm cool with his baby mamas and shit. They cool. And his mama and his, and his, his sister on the mama's side and his brothers. I just want to let you know that you are doing a good job, girl. Thank you. And I love that you are stepping into your music career and really putting on. Thank you. You know we got to talk about this. So first off, you dropped your vis visual not from 63rd. Yeah. So talk about that and what that song meant to you. Um, really, I dropped it because this is like, everybody be like, oh, she's from 63rd, she, I'm not from nowhere. Just because I used to hang over there with a motherfucker I dated, that don't mean I'm from over there, like, so I just really had to let them. Yeah, it was a lot of misconceptions of where you were actually from. Mm-hmm, like, that's why I said, like, man, these hoes be sipping pints, I'm from 59th. Because it's a lot of hating ass bitches in Chicago that ain't no shit still broke as hell, struggling, be saying a little slick shit too, so that's why I was like, you hoes, stop playing with me. Y'all hoes don't know shit about me. Like, you fan hoes. Now, when you stepped in the booth and recorded this song, what would you say was like the energy coming from it? I just knew after I recorded it, number one, I'm like, this motherfucker hard. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm really telling the story. It's like, I was getting into my, like, my brother had my brother told stories and shit. Mm-hmm. So I was happy because I'm like, I want to tell my story because people like, they don't know me. Like, so I just wanted to get into like the story shit. My shit going up to it. I dropped it like a month ago. I got 205k views. Uh, yeah. When mm -hmm. I first saw, I was like, ah, let me check this out. You did. You you on your way, girl. You just yeah. you just gotta keep going. Yeah, like, I'm definitely working. I'm gonna keep going and shit. And you also have no talking too. So talk about that one. No talking. That's the song. Remember I said I'm like I been had it, mm -hmm. but I'm like damn I just got into this fight. I'm like I was listening to it. <laughs> I said let me just play and I posted it on my Instagram. They flagged them. They gotta delete it. I reposted. Why did they flag it? Huh? Because motherfuckers be haters. But I had put in a um, what's that shit called? I had submitted a um, a claim whatever. Mm -hmm. Appeal yeah appeal and then they had reposted my shit. Now do you think you do you want to sign? Right now. Um, I don't know, it gotta be, the only person I would sign with is Drake. Drake? <laughs> yeah, unless it's a, like, 
a big label or some shit, then mm-hmm. yeah. But they gotta be talking some money, like I'm right. Sure no, they gotta put respect on. Yeah, that. cause I've been having all this shit, like been having money, been living how I'm living, like so. It's just like y'all gotta come with some shit. Right. Cause this rapping shit, I'm doing it on my own. It's like I don't got no manager. You don't have a manager. Mm-mm. Do I you did. want a manager? I want a manager, but it's just like. I don't want to have to get on that with nobody. I don't want nobody to play with me. Okay, look. So right now, <laughs> it's just like, I got to find a good manager because I'm not playing with nobody. But do you feel like you pretty much kind of handle the business on your own already? No, I, okay, I'm not going to say I don't have a manager. I don't have a manager as now because, like, I parted ways with them. I did have a manager, mm-hmm. like, the last two or three songs, but I parted ways with them, so... Right now, yeah, I'm finna do this shit on my own. I shoot a video tomorrow. Oh, what you shooting a video for? It's the song called Phony. Uh-oh, so talk about that. And basically, the inspiration behind that song. Well, it's a lot of bitches acting phony right now, so it's, it's like, I can't, I got some shit I could talk about. See, you, you put it in the music, mm-hmm. like. But oh yeah, I got a lot of shit that's gonna come out and drop, cause I got a lot of shit to say about these dusty ass bitches. Yeah, basically a lot of bitches been acting phony. I'm at the top, it's getting real lonely, so yeah. I'm about to pop I out. feel like you gonna find your people once you get to, you know where you wanna be, cause mm-hmm. the people that you meet now, you probably gonna outgrow them, cause the further you get in your career, like, girl, new levels, new devils. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't play that shit. Like, once a bitch act weird, I'm, I don't give a fuck who you is. I see, hear something you said about me. You acting weird, you getting the fuck off. I'm, I'm following you off social media, and that's it. You don't got to be no beef, but it, we could take it there. But I be just part of my ways. I don't explain shit to nobody. I'm going my ways. It's 2022. Everybody's grown. You know what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. I'm not explaining nothing to nobody. You just getting the fuck up out of my life. That's it. And that's the best way to do it. I find it low-key kind of easier not to explain people, well, not to explain to people what they did wrong because they be known. Yeah, everybody know what they do. They know what they doing. You want to act weird, you can get the fuck on. <laughs> can we expect an EP or a full project from you very soon? Yeah, I do want to do an EP, but right now I just want to like keep working, like, like dropping music and videos, just so they can really see that I'm really serious and I'm late and working, but maybe next year for the EP shit. I gotta put in some more work. And overall, how do you feel about now finally pursuing your music full time? I'm happy. I get a lot of love. Like a lot of people come following me, mm-hmm. saying like I'm going hard and shit. I got I got a lot of people that come fuck with me. So I'm just really excited to see like what's in store like for these last couple of months and like for next year when I'm continue working and shit. All right, and before we wrap up, do you have any last words or shout outs? Nothing, just go follow my YouTube and subscribe. It's The Real Kayla B. My Instagram is I'm Kayla B. Fuck with my music, repost, share, tag, do TikToks too. I be on TikTok, I'm a TikTok head. You be on TikTok? I need to follow you on TikTok. I be on TikTok to five in the morning. Doing what? Just like scrolling. Yeah, Girl, I be stuck in a rabbit hole on TikTok. Like, yeah. it be too many good videos. <laughs> yeah, it be so much good stuff. Like, I love TikTok. I be up Do you all got the dances down? I can't dance for shit, but I be trying. <laughs> I be trying. They be fuck with me. I bet he know how to do it, because them kids, they be knowing yeah, how to he, do Yeah, he be knowing. That's how he be knowing most of these songs and shit. 
He girl, not into that shit. They be killing them TikTok dances. Mm-hmm. Songs in the water, like the little kids now, they just- I need to make a TikTok song. That's what everybody blowing up at on TikTok. Girl, yes, you need to make a TikTok song and it'll go up like this. Mm-hmm. And I then I realized that the songs on TikTok, like sometimes it'd be like, I don't want to say stupid songs, but it'd be like little sounds that yeah. just be blown up like weird stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> weird shit. Like that girl, what's that girl name? And she was like, catch, like she, I forgot, she dark skinned. What's that girl's name? I forgot the song. You don't remember how the words go? I'm trying to, she was talking about fighting. Oh, uh, is it you hoes? Yeah, it you hoes be tripping. tripping. Like <laughs> I want back to your shit. Walk like, what? Oh, you can, low key, you definitely can eat on TikTok. Yeah, so I need to get into my TikTok music because she be having shows and y'all be seeing her on TikTok. She, she be having shows. I'm like, oh, she lit. She probably wasn't even serious about that fucking song. Right. That shit is funny, though. I kind of know how to do the dance a little bit. Yeah, I like it. I like the song, too, because she's talking some shit. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.